0: Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if
1: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat
0: all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Beyond and hello and welcome once again to IGN's weekly PlayStation show. I almost said annual, but we are at the start of a new year. I think we did like a fake New Year's episode with through the magic of uh, cinematic time travel. Who knows? Anyway, I'm Max, and I'm hanging out with Brian and Jada, my good pals. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Beyond. What's going on, man? Beyond. Well, we got some cool stuff to talk about. We actually thought we had nothing to talk about, and then some silly (laughs) things popped up, which we're going to get to. Uh, We want to do kind of a rundown of uh, PlayStation's 2024 games that Sony themselves have officially revealed are like, these are on the way, and there's a few surprises in there. There's some stuff we know about, but it's already looking really good on that front. Um, That said, the big thing going on right now in the world of tech is, of course, of course, the CES Consumer Electronics Show, which usually isn't heavy on gaming stuff, but there's there's some weird stuff going on there. Uh, the <laughs> the Sony Honda Mobility President and COO Izumi Kawanishi uh, came out uh, on the during the press conference and uh, drove the uh, the Afila electric vehicle out on stage using a DualSense controller. Which was a, a tech a tech demo thing to do. Like that was he prefaced it by being like, "This isn't how you're supposed to drive the car." And then he mm-hmm. pulled the weird part was he pulled a DualSense controller out of his pocket, which that's a big controller. So that man's got some large pants on. Uh, and he just <laughs> he pulled it out and he said, "This is this is just for this is just for a tech demonstration." And then very slowly drove out this cool car. Uh, we found out about this car last year. It is the sort of collaboration between Sony and Honda to make an electric vehicle. They're obviously taking some you know cues from from tesla where you can play cuphead in your in your dashboard or whatever and they're doing stuff like that they revealed some um a sort of partnership with epic games and you can have like mm-hmm. a Fortnite theme for the inside of your car spider verse stuff uh it's weird what did what did you what did you make of this brian well
2: first of all i think it, like you just reminded me that it like one of the things i do miss about e3 and live press conferences which obviously like Sony left and then everything went pre-taped and Nintendo did directs is dudes pulling big dumb things out of their pockets live on stage. That was a, you know, that was a tradition for a long, like Reggie pulling out just like a huge ass 3ds, you know, somebody who got like a Wii U gamepad in their back pocket or a Vita or something like that. Like I'm, I miss that because they have to go out there. They have a mic pack in one pocket and in the other one, they have this just huge bulge and you can't see it. And then all of a sudden they reach back. What is it? What's it going to be? Is it sunflower seeds? Is it a candy bar? Is it a soda? Nope. It's a DualSense controller, and what does it control? A car. Um, Yeah, that's very dumb, I love it. Uh, It's a new year, so I think it's okay to, you know, drive an expensive vehicle full of people with a video game controller. Last year, historically, that didn't go well. You can ask James Cameron his thoughts on that. Um,
0: (laughs) We're going in a new direction now. (laughs) Oh God, man. Jada, what about you? would you drive a Would you drive a, a car with a controller? I feel like if anyone I, here, I would trust you to do that.
1: <laughs> I, I feel like I would just want a. I would get a steering wheel attachment, probably. You know, just like how I like to play Gran <laughs> You Probably would be wait, like it a else. racing, a racing <laughs> yeah. rig. Yeah, like a racing rig. <laughs> a, a, a
0: steering wheel to drive a car. Get out of here! I know, That's right? crazy talk.
1: So wild. I will say that the Afila, uh mm-hmm. is a is a good looking. <laughs> like car like it actually the design is pretty good, good
0: no it's very pretty but every time you say that I just <laughs> I feel like driving I in a car
2: <laughs> I feel like a new car that sounds like something my uncle would say
1: I feel like the future <laughs> I feel like this
2: sauce needs more salt Honda <laughs> <I> feel <laughs>
0: It's yeah. I don't know who named that. It honestly looks. It just looks Super like Super Mario named that. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like Avina's cousin. You know, like the the body wash company. Like this is uh, Avina, my cousin. is she's a car. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a cool car. It's really it's awesome. I I hate to. It like, is very
2: pretty. It's a very pretty yeah, car. We, yeah. we typically
0: don't talk about cars here. I don't I don't think any of us are particularly equipped to do that. No. Uh, if you want to find out more about electrical cars, Ryan McCaffrey has a podcast all about that. Uh, we want to make fun of this car because it's kind of funny. It's just, it's just, it has, it has the kind of gimmicks that Sony is prone to that yes. we're not used to seeing in cars. I, I actually, I love concept cars. I love that stuff that never comes out. The stuff they show at car shows like Hyundai a couple of years ago had a really, really cool like concept electric vehicle, which was, it, it just looked like a crappy Plymouth from the eighties, but with like that it it looked like a car from cyberpunk, like straight up. Like it was, it was stylized in all the right ways. It had obviously touch screens and LEDs all over it, but it had that boxy, like, like it looked like it would smell like cigarettes inside, you know, like it had that kind of grandpa car vibe to it. Uh, That car is never coming out. This car actually is coming out, which is kind of cool, but it is also a little bit more of a sort of, Ordinary vehicle, as far as wacky high tech vehicles go.
2: One of the things that really made me laugh about this is like they were listing the features on it, and uh, it's like uh the dashboard will show the weather and the the battery life, and it's like, oh, you mean like like what every car has ever done, ever? <laughs> like there's every literally every car that anyone listening to the show, unless there's like a hundred and eight year old man that accidentally downloaded this episode every car you've ever owned has had like a little di- thing for the weather and like how much gas is left and every EV tells you the percentage of battery left because otherwise you your car would die in the middle of the road so that's like that's
0: that yeah that's uh, just that it just like it feels like, like the, such uh, classic you know yeah no it, it reminds me of features. when they when they're listing features for something that really has not that it's short on features but that it has a couple really big ones and then it they just need to fill out the rest of like the bullet points you mm-hmm. know, like when you read like the the bullet the press release for a video game, and it's like, you know, oh, a uh, ground p v PvP combat survival, and it's like a thrilling story, and you're like, yeah. engrossing narrative, yeah. like, okay, eye-popping <laughs> yes. graphics. You're like, what is a, a compared to what? You know, car um, features up to four wheels. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but no, it's 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 cool. There's some there's some sort of vague collaboration with Epic Epic Games involved, where there's going to be something. Let me see if I can even uh parse this. It says the yeah, they said the remote driving demo using using the controller was for the purpose of the tech showcase only. However, we believe that software can define new function and value. We wanted to redefine the relationship between people and mobility. Anyway, check out this no scope 360 driving a car onto stage with my controller. Like what <laughs> weird flex. Um yeah they said let's see. I like that they were like you can do this but don't do this. And then they drove the car with the controller. They say hey, there were so don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Do it it's, it's just don't like, I mean, it, it I, reminds me of, <laughs> of like Elon Musk shooting a, a cyber truck with a bow and arrow where you're like, that's interesting, but also what are you doing? Why? What, what right. is the, what is the use case for this? It's very, like a very, you know, but again, it gets people talking about it. So maybe they saw that and they're like, let's do something kind of over the top, but also not that over the top uh, mm-hmm. because we're Sony. But uh, yeah, they said there's a collaboration with Epic games. Uh, this was seen in a simulator that's that will make use of virtual spaces to create new user experiences in mobility, which again is like a big old expensive sounding word salad. This tool simulates external environmental conditions such as information for other vehicles, pedestrians, terrain, and weather. By combining this technology with AR, users will enjoy an immersive experience that also enhances safety. So basically like your, your car will have like a, a car Pokedex in it that will just like tell you the other cars driving around you, which
1: is cool but gotta collect them all gotta drive yeah. so all the other cars max it's, Collect yeah, all the I mean, years it'll be like the new quarters like this is the kind collecting. of this
0: is yeah this is the kind of thing where you really need to do like a, sh- a show don't tell side of it to, to showcase it but uh now the funny thing here is is we the general public will not get to drive this car on the streets of the real world using a dual sense controller But before it comes out, it is getting added to Gran Turismo 7, uh, where you can drive it with a DualSense controller or with a racing wheel or with the, I don't know, Donkey Kong controller, if you're one of those people who's always modding things, a dance pad, I don't know, keyboard, what do people do that?
2: I guess I never thought about this, but I don't don't play those games um, because I find them uh, to be deeply boring no offense to <laughs> no you don't have no, to say it man, man. everyone knows no, I mean, to like, no, no offense to you know uh I, like i just i i drive my kid to school every day I, I drive around all the time it's driving i enjoy driving i don't i don't really look for it in a video game but like in in like would you put if you put like an ev in those games do you have to worry about battery life like do you have to put it in your I little, mean, you don't, little you don't garage to, or... you do
0: not i don't think you have to worry about gas like that's not it's it's they don't have gas in those games <laughs>
1: I don't think so. I mean, they've got games a a Seems like think, in those games, I'm... but they don't have regular games. <laughs>
0: uh, no, I don't think they I don't think they need to do that. I mean, you could I, I guess I guess the real the. well, there it is. Now, that's the real simulation there. The ultimate simulation of driving a Sony electric vehicle is driving a Sony electric vehicle using a dual sense controller. So uh, your mileage quite literally may vary depending on how charged your dual <laughs> mm. Uh That's kind of fun, though. That's that's happening sometime later this year. So if you want to uh, you know, do get if you want to get a feel for the Afila, you can get a feel for it in <laughs> Gran Turismo. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping we <laughs> get some more weird stuff out of CS. I love this kind of thing. Uh, we did get a much a much bigger announcement again, continuing the theme from last year, where the biggest stuff coming out of Sony is not so much first party games, the thing we love to talk about. It's wacky hardware and other non game related media. In this case, we got the announcement of um, the Last of Us Season Two. Casting Caitlin Dever as Abby, uh, who was in Booksmart and No One Will Save You and Justified. There were some rumors flying around that she might be the case. And it sounds like they, you know, they sealed the deal. It's it's officially happening. Uh, Presumably, she'll be on board for, you know, season two and, you know, potential season three moving forward. Uh, you know the big thing I keep seeing people saying is like she's not she's not big enough she's too small she's a, you know it's like the the, the Topher Grace Venom argument from Spider Man Three where it's like, she's she more muscular get her huge and it's like it's okay so she's also like a, a an actual young actress who is you know per, portraying her own age whereas like Laura Bailey was you know she's an adult playing a much someone much below her with you know with uh, totally totally different body type and and appearance right. it's it's not real. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the whole point of acting but also i feel like if in relation to bella ramsey there's like a sort of you know they're actually i don't know i don't actually know how tall caitlin caitlin is but um seven two they'll figure it out yeah it's, they'll, it's maybe they'll tall. do some like uh i don't know some michael chiklis uh fantastic four <laughs> in high school they called there. her
2: uh caitlin basketball dunk Dever because she was so tall and was just doing non-stop basketball dunks but no you're right max like this is it's not this is not like she's not doing a you know uh arnold schwarzenegger biopic where it makes you're like oh no like it's not the right size i think that like what they've done with this show is uh establish uh the groundwork that was laid in the game and then build on it uh mm-hmm. deviate from it and then when where applicable stay uh precise and adapt in a familiar way um that's why like i i remember reading uh some quotes and totally paraphrasing here and probably butchering about how they wanted to experiment with different directions with season two um which is obviously you know largely based on the second game which they said they would have to split into two seasons and so like i think abby being like absolutely ripped in the game makes completely perfect sense but if they want to head in a different direction in the show i'm cool with that I'm very cool with that cuz like I don't want a one to one adaptation of the game like this is a show that just won a bunch of awards the other night and one of them went to Nick Offerman for his work in uh fleshing out a character that was not seen in that exact same way in the game whatsoever so mm-hmm. it's like they are literally being awarded for taking Creative risks mm-hmm. and moving moving in a different direction. If you like the game, play the game. I love the game. I yeah, think yeah. it's I mean, fantastic. That's so. it's an
0: adaptation. Yep. Like it's it's done well. I yeah, a, a million years ago when the, when The Walking Dead started, I was a big fan of the comic and I bounced off it pretty quick for how it deviated from the comic. And it just it I think I just wanted something a little more faithful at that point. And obviously it's a different, different budget that was, you know, that wasn't mm-hmm. quite the same, you know, prestige cable as HBO. It's also a much broader story to try to tell. Uh, in this case, like I'm, they, they have earned my trust. I'm totally, I don't, I'm dying to see what they do with season two casting yeah. or otherwise. I think that, you know, at this point, anybody who's not on board with season two, like, I, you know, they're, that's fine. You know, like they, they, they demonstrated that they are fully up to the task. It wasn't like mm-hmm. one of those, this is pretty close. I can't wait to see what they do with season two. It's like though season, season one stuck the landing. I'm yeah. fully on board with season two. That's- we also
2: like, like you know i'm not going to get into the spoilers for the game if for some odd reason you haven't played it by now but um there's a very significant chance that the majorly impactful thing that happens in the game doesn't happen to that extent in the show but still causes Ellie to go on a you know 1v1 rampage against Abby mm-hmm. like there's there's a lot you can do leading up to the worst thing you can do uh, mm-hmm. That will still inspire you to bring the worst part of yourself out of you drag it into the streets and fight and max you you name dropped. no one will save you right? I actually really dug that movie. Um, there's a lot of Caitlin Dever hiding mm-hmm. uh, behind uh, couches and uh, Four foot tall oh, barriers my and
1: goodness, Brian. Yeah, and building
2: <laughs> things and and fighting uh, monsters that are not of this world so like
1: you're saying, she I, has, you're saying she has practice doing it yeah
2: she has practice like i think i think i think the castings there there is great she's also like a fantastic actress
1: i mean it makes sense if they're going they casted bella ramsey who's a smaller ellie then casting a smaller abby makes sense i also don't everything we've seen in the show i don't foresee anybody any actor in the show just like Putting a uh, clicker or anything underneath in, in a headlock and snapping their neck in the show mm-hmm. form, and like that was the big thing with Abby is that she used her fists instead of um, uh, which we call it. Um, I don't want to say switchblades, but that's not right. Um, yeah, yeah, bow and arrow. <laughs> well, uh, the, the shivs. Thank you. That's that's what I was mm-hmm. looking for. Instead of using shivs, because you know, like Ellie, you had to use shivs to, to uh, stealth kill. Um, but with Abby, you just like would. Grab somebody and just choke them out in your. Maybe we'll get some.
0: we'll get some crafting so. sequences in season two. That's the thing I want to. I want to see more of. Uh, we're gonna get to more Last of Us talk in just a second, but we do have another little update out of out of CES from Sony uh, that is very cool. They gave us our first look at the Gravity Rush movie, mm-hmm. which has is one of the many you know PlayStation Studios productions adaptations in the works. This is from. This is from Scott Free Productions. It's from at least Ridley Scott's production company. I forget who's attached to direct. Uh, it's clearly in. It's coming along because they showed off some behind the scenes clips, which are really, really cool. Uh, yeah, was not expecting this at all. Yeah, it's also it's deeply frustrating because I feel like they're just much like Gravity Rush, kind of just got shuffled under the rug. That was the Vita before yeah. getting you know a proper release. Like this is a really cool game that doesn't have that kind of name brand recognition. Like not enough people know what it is. I think they could maybe put out a poster, maybe put out a trailer. If you got if you got stuff in the works like this, it just it's that it's that like baffling thing that like uh, I mean DC would do this a lot, where it was yeah. like here's a leaked set photo, and it's like what if you just did some what if you did like a big reveal, you know? Yeah, snacks. You yeah, no go for my, it, Jada.
1: My guess is I I just I think it's I don't think it's as far as long as they are we're hoping it to be. I feel like they're going kind of different. Um, You know, the last animated Sony movie that was based on a a project was Ratchet and Clank, which did okay, but didn't do like gangbusters as I'm sure that they wanted it to do. Mm -hmm. So I think that they're really kind of like taking their time. And I think this glimpse is just kind of a, hey, it's still, we're still working on it. Like it's still happening i think we haven't even
0: we haven't even had like a again we get we get game reveals so far in advance and the hollywood works differently where you know stuff will get tipped off like the hollywood reporter and they're like here's who's directing this here's who's attached here's who's in it here's what it's about like mm-hmm. that information is out there way sooner obviously games operate differently uh and something will get revealed after it's already been in the works for ages and it's you know it's gonna happen uh yeah i don't know just maybe at the end of a you know, PlayStation state of play or whatever, pop up like a gravity rush movie in the works. Here's when we're hoping on releasing it. Like here's a poster. Here's you can, I don't know. That, that's, I'll, I'll let them figure it out. I'm glad this is happening. That looks cool. Uh, we also got mm-hmm. really quick, uh, kind of almost non updates about the, uh, Amazon prime. Uh, was it prime videos, God of war, Netflix's horizon dawn shows really just really just kind of playing the field there. Uh, they, both, they said
2: for God of war, they're
0: like, we're writing it. Yeah. They said, yeah. uh, Writing writing, is, writing yeah. is currently underway on both projects, which is what I th- thought was the case prior to the writer's strike. So it's nice to know that they didn't just abandon these projects entirely. They mm-hmm. just that's, earned the
1: scripts. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: that's cool. I'm, I'm stoked to see that. And then they also, uh, Sony showed a, uh, Pat something or other. Yeah. It's which, like a
1: anime looking kind of thing, which I'm, I'm kind of into.
0: That could be cool. I, I feel like some little, little patapon shorts. It could be really fun.
1: Yeah. What I, what all,
0: what
2: messed me up was Sony giving us an update on the Zelda movie because they're uh, distributing mm-hmm. that. Yep. And I was like, Oh, all right, okay, yeah, I'll have to get used to that. I was I was
0: moment. actually saying that we should uh we should just kind of stake our claim and like NVC can uh can stuff it because Sony is publishing that movie. That's a yeah. Sony movie, oh, yeah. my friends. This is a Sony yeah. show. I'm sorry, NBC. <laughs> you can you can take a back seat. You can uh we'll get some Zelda clicks out of these kids.
1: Come on over <laughs> here, talk I'll, about the
0: Zelda movie.
2: I'm gonna be on that show this week, so I will deliver that message. To Tell them. them yeah. yeah, please. Like, sorry, anyway. we, we're claiming this. This is ours. In the draft, it's it's ours. It's over. Yep. Sorry, guys. That's
0: it. Uh, all right. So, PlayStation movie. Speaking of dumb things people say on the internet, as we're prone to do here, there was a very funny tweet going around uh, or X, whatever, X Cloud. I don't know what they call the, the thing now. It's a tweet. We're not whatever. doing that. Yeah. yeah we're no. not doing that. So, <laughs> this tweet was going around the other day from this guy named the Hero of Sinan, this person named uh, Hero Sinan, uh, which said, Who would win in a fight? And it has a picture of Joel from The Last of Us. Is it yeah. Joel Miller, this is about right. Miller, yep. yeah, and yep. Leon S. Kennedy from Resident Evil 4 specifically. Uh,
2: who like don't
0: you don't follow me, Max? <laughs> Whoever opened this,
1: account, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> busted <laughs> <laughs> who'd win a fight? Who's winning um, in this fight? I mean, I mean, Joel's winning, guys. Look at that, he survived an apocalypse.
2: Okay, hold on, hold on. Um, so, like, no, no, I'm not throwing any shade at this uh, Europe yes, signing guy. No, not at, this. I, not at this dude specifically or this person. I have no problem with this person whatsoever. Uh, this, this is a hilariously mismatch matchup. There is no universe yeah. where Joel lasts half a second against Leon S. Kennedy. Like, this, it's, it is preposterous to even suggest that there is any scenario in which Joel can defeat Leon. I've
1: one I've once I have one scenario, one what? scenario. Joel in complete stealth crawling through the grass stealth kill on Leon. That'd be the only way because you get snuck up a lot on in Resident Evil and mm-hmm. you're kind of just caught off guard and put into really terrible situations as Leon. So if Joel went for the jugular on a stealth kill, that would be the only situation I could see him winning.
0: But otherwise, also, I mean, the whole down. thing with Joel is Leon. he's more, he's morally gray. So maybe he's, he, you know, he's like, acts like he's friends with Leon or Leon's taking one of his little Skype calls with that, with, that with the president rich guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And he's like, Oh, I have, to, I have to talk to the president for the second. And Joel just like whacks him on the head with a brick. Maybe that's how that works. But, that said it is really funny because we were talking about this and like Brian I, you know, this is like one of those like is a hot dog a sandwich kind of things or is like a taco a hot dog or what like it's just like a it's a stupid it's a it's a it's a conversation starter that yeah is it seems so simple but then you get into it you start pulling it apart and it gets it, Somebody gets really riled up about it in this what? case, Brian. That's <laughs> you. No, there's just, you were, you were like, T me up. I'll go for 25 minutes about this. I don't, I don't give a it, shit. No, because it's, it's
2: <laughs> at, okay, first of all, first of all, put it, put it this way. Like, imagine if, uh, like, the, the, you know, the president's kid got kidnapped. I know some of you are probably rooting for that to happen. Um, or any of the president's kids get kidnapped, right? Who are they going to call? Who do they call in Resident Evil 4? They call a train. No, that, but <laughs> not <laughs> ghostbusters would be extremely overwhelmed by the by the antics of president Obama. they would try their they would try their little little shitty laser guns on on, on or whatever and it wouldn't work you know damn it jada okay the president is not going to call some grieving construction worker from nowhere to be like hey uh out of your alcoholic stupor um, with your pretend kid and come to Spain and kill a bunch of dudes in this village and a guy with a chainsaw and like an octopus man and like a, a million other things. He's not going to do that. He's going to call Leon S. Kennedy. Leon S. Kennedy is a trained professional. This dude is insane. Do you need you, you? have to understand that the events of Resident Evil 4 take place in like two days, right? There's like a, a night cycle and a half in that game. Like he kills hundreds if not thousands of people if you're playing as jada he s ranks hundreds if not thousands of people with perfect headshots he does it all he's got he's got like a a, a lost S removal gun that can take out five people at the same time he's got um fucking rocket launchers he's got <laughs> he's got grenades he gets he gets bitten in the face he's he's uh he's got a virus the entire time also he does it he does it the entire time while, while saying the kind of jokes that Ellie says. Like he's literally Ellie's joke book in, in Joel's body with, with an attache case full of insane weapons. He's got a TMP with like infinite ammo. You know, he, he kills, mm-hmm, he, mm. he, he kills everybody. He takes everybody out. There's like, it's not even, it's not even close. Even when they take away all his stuff and he just has a knife, he can, what, you can how, do an entire times, knife run of this game. How many
0: times does Joel suplex anybody in The Last of Us? Zero. Zero. Exactly. Good point. Zero. Does he does he do any like jump kicks or anything like that? Like no. I
2: mean, the toughest enemies in that game are d- defeated by Ellie. Like there's there's Joel has nothing. There's absolutely nothing Joel can do against now, Leon S. Kennedy. Period. I
0: think we may we may have a, a little a little surprise. Our our uh, our producer Tom whips something up to sort of put an end to this debate. I think I don't really know what this is. Uh, uh, Tom, do we have a do we have a little? What do we? What I don't show ro- roll the thing. I guess. Wait a minute. What's this? Drop kick oh come on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this seems like a, they're actually really. There's no hold barred. No holds. No holds barred here. I'm really clearly good at saying those words. Don't, don't uh, say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> what are we looking at, Max? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, this, this, our producer this is, Tom this is... just prepared this. This is a, 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 a clearly a very high-tech simulation using the most cutting edge of uh, fighting. Uh, Simulation. This is is obviously some creative
2: characters uh, from WWE 2K23, uh, from the Gamer801 on YouTube. He made Joel Miller and Leon S. Kennedy fight uh, in a very traditional, oh my god. (laughs) Somebody got thrown through a spotlight. A very traditional kind of like fisticuffs brawl, no weapons involved. I still think that in a scenario like this, Leon wins because Leon can do backflips and all all sorts of, he's way more acrobatic. Like, think about it this way. There's a scene in Resident Evil 4 where uh the chainsaw ladies come through the door and instead of him just running away he backflips out just because just for style points you know he does and speaking of style points this is why this is immensely important uh I, i tweeted about this i said leon would take out every single thing in the last of us and every single person who has ever complained about the last of us he'd do it in a single afternoon while infected with some weird virus making the corniest dad jokes you've ever heard in your life no contest and ben Starr. Who plays uh, Clive in Final Fantasy 16 says, and then he'd do it all over again with some cat ears and a rocket launcher. That's the secret right there. Like, he's not afraid to, you know, uh, it didn't take him until the end of that game to realize that this is a silly scenario. Leon knew that four seconds in. Okay, and he you you can unlock little oakleys and uh, funny clothes and, and and hats and and I think and there's wigs. some there's some now, ca-
0: if you're if you're grading them on on categories just I guess it's not really a fight but if you were to look at sort of crafting abilities even mm-hmm. then Leon wins because he's making little he's makes little potions he does yep. antiques restoration like he puts gems in in like yep. crowns and things Joel is like I glued I I glued a, okay a, what are we doing at the, what's going on here at the fight. So, so he's like, he's got
1: yeah. Hey, Joel's just been putting the putting Leon giving him the bricks, just like just destroying him this whole fight. But I will say the one thing that Joel has on Leon is improvisation. Leon is not great about using things in the environment. Joel oh really? Really? Pick up just uh, so I, I didn't he get that That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind.
2: This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's
0: King of the Egg Cream.
1: So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I didn't get a trophy for throwing an egg at somebody
1: yeah Yeah, because that's gonna kill that's gonna kill joel in this fight as an a it works it works in the
2: game you can throw it
1: uh, it works on a on a parasite ridden little chump it doesn't work on a joel fell with 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 dead daughter issues joel fell off a horse
2: and he was out of commission for like for like a what a a week leon falls in a hole and who does he fight down there verduga that dude that like (laughs) carries a brooch (laughs) 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 like come on he lands in like a spike pit and he's okay like the and like i saw somebody on twitter being like oh well uh uh, leon's slow and uh joel would win against the fast clickers what what game did you play leon outruns a boulder 20 minutes (laughs) into that game uh pushed down a mountain Come on. Like utterly ridiculous. I don't I don't there's no I mean, Joel again, has a truck. I guess
0: you could get in the truck and drive away. <laughs> I, you know? Yeah. Leon well, gets in a truck too. Leon has a jet ski, which is even faster than a truck. Leon has
2: a jet ski and uh Ashley drives a truck or a bulldozer through that game while he hangs out in the back and kills a thousand oh, people.
1: I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just to, I'm saying, tr- I'm just saying the keep maniac, looking. the keep. maniac <laughs> I'm just saying the maniac that is Leon that feels he needs to kill everybody, mm-hmm. Joel would have just gone into the village, found the president's daughter, and just escaped stealth-wise, just unseen, just would have escaped. Didn't would have, wouldn't have to kill nobody. Yes, he would have.
0: I mean, he doesn't have, like, the best track record for going in and uh, rescuing a, a daughter figure <laughs> without killing everybody. I know. I mean, I think that's the one area where, like, Joel is really, like, he's not he's not a, he's not a hero. He's an anti-hero. He's the okay, morally he... gray thing. He fights dirty. He's cheap. But also, I think on literally every front, when you, when you talk about... uh yeah, I mean, Joel has a truck. Leon has a jet ski, <laughs> and then like a bulldozer. It's like uh, Joel can can uh, whip up uh, Molotovs and little you know trip mines and stuff. Like Leon, Leon restores antiques when he's not killing people. He does like <laughs> yeah. I know medicine on the go. Like I feel like on every level, just in terms of like oh I don't know, keeping a daughter figure alive. Joel's not really great in that spurner. It's just kind of you know he's kind of his whole his whole catalyst for being a, a, a you know survival horror hero is. L- losing his kid which is again you know, not really his fault but also yeah. like i don't leon would have suplexed those dudes that's just how it is easily easily yeah
2: i think one of my favorite things about this conversation is that i had a bunch of people in my twitter mentions talking about uh different scenarios in in which uh leon would make jokes in the last mm-hmm. of us and one of them is k babs says if leon encountered the rat king he would say talk about a mouse trap." <laughs> <laughs> Like I I, lo- I just love the idea of him being in the hyper serious scenarios and like meeting Abby and being like look like looks like this one's armed or like bill me later bill <laughs> There's a there's a, there's a part in remake where he goes nighty night knights after he kills a bunch of knights like he's just such a fucking cornball I love him so much He's such an idiot himbo like he's such, he's he's a he's a Ken doll with an arsenal like he's he's perfect like he is just And that's what makes him so great. He's goofy. He's highly effective and skilled and trained. He's an idiot, but he's a genius. He's smart and funny, but dumb as rocks. I love him so much. Joel doesn't stand a chance ever. Again, not a a chance. I'm sorry, Joel. I love your games. Love your work. But also, like, who would win in a fight? Uh, You know, fuck, here we go. Spoilers. Character who got killed by a golf club or character who lived through his game and several more. Like, come on.
0: Well, I'm I mean, glad I thought I... It, was, it was a fun
1: conversation. At least.
2: It is a fun conversation, <laughs> but let's be serious here. Let's be I'm, serious people.
1: <laughs> I'm glad I could play devil's advocate for you today, Brian.
2: <laughs> I mean, you, you brought your best, but like, you know, it, every single every single chance you had, I'm going to tell you why Leon's better. I mean, your, your, best, your best one is that he can sneak up on people with a knife, but Leon can do that in Resident Evil 4 Remake. Like, that's his whole thing. He learned that skill, too that's like a new a new feature they added in this game he he learned it from joel get out of here come on come on come on okay all right well joel wouldn't even go he wouldn't even get on the on the airplane to go to europe he'd be like well everything we have here is is perfect in america i'm not going to another country (laughs) he's not going to do that i think i think if you put if you put you had you have to put kit salsa on the table for him at the mexican restaurant because if you put the the regular stuff he's going to be like it's too spicy
1: oh my goodness yeah what is what is
0: what did leon what did leon eat is he gonna go to get tapas i don't like what's his deal he eats raw eggs in the middle of a farm full of dead animals
1: he doesn't give a (laughs) shit and and, (laughs) and snakes dead snakes that he's shot with a bullet like i
2: guess that's true (laughs) yeah he'll eat he'll eat he ate a a raw sea bass i made that dude eat a raw sea bass why (laughs) or it wasn't even a sea bass it's not even salt water it's just you know it's just a lake trout Leon really is just, it's, it's
0: kind of amazing how many bases Leon covers there. It, it's also, I mean, is yep. it implied that he cooks the egg? Maybe. No. I don't know. No. He just eats the no. raw egg.
1: Just cracks, cracks it open and raw eggs, you know. Can you
0: imagine
2: like the, uh, like
0: Ash
1: comes
2: out of the garbage can and he's just standing there and he's just like, ah, eating a trout. <laughs> <laughs> like In the middle of a village full of dead bodies and disease. He does it the it's whole just... the whole time he does it, he's infected too. Like mm-hmm. that's that's the thing that's the most important that's, to point out.
1: That's what fights off all the, uh, the you know, the raw egg. The, yeah. or what are
0: the what are the symptoms i forget does he get like does he get like dizzy spells or like flashbacks yeah there's a lot of like, that i think it's like a you know yeah. his eyes effect. get silly yeah they get. You know? yeah. but he doesn't yeah. i don't know he doesn't does he have diarrhea
2: like he outruns a mech of a of a
0: napoleon yeah, child he does <laughs> like, he outruns a bunch
2: on. of things he fights a mech yeah that's come on he's a, he's the last third of that game is straight up call of duty like
0: joel <laughs> joel couldn't ever 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 I asked my two year old daughter who would be better at basketball, um, a werewolf or a Dracula, and she said a Dracula because he has wings and can turn into a bat. And I was like, Well, that's a really obvious answer. But I was thinking, like, what about Teen Wolf? And it's like, that's yeah, again, just like straight, mm-hmm. straight straight line logic there. Just who's who's who would win in a fight? The one who is dead or the one who is not?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. Come on.
2: Yeah. Anyway, Resident Evil 4 remake is available now on all of your favorite consoles. Oh yeah.
1: I think uh, it's like on sale right now too. Yeah, so, go buy it. Time, pick it up.
0: Go buy it and show show the world how pathetic Joel is compared. to So Leon speaking S10. of uh, big, huge, uh, beautiful remakes like we've gotten with uh, Resident Evil Four and The Last of Us Part Two and whatnot, uh, Sony put up a video showcasing a bunch of the 2024 games that are coming out. And there's a few things in here that I did not think were coming out in 2024. Specifically, they show Silent Hill Two and Metal Gear Solid Triangle Snake Eater or Delta, whatever they want to call. it. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, which I thought those were way off. I didn't think they had a release window, but this video is formally titled like the 2024 PlayStation. What's coming to PlayStation 2024 lineup, something like that. It's it's very much like not just coming to PlayStation soon, like 2024 is right in there. And there's a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff shown off that we, we fully know is coming out this year. If you know, is right around the corner, there's, uh, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, which is out on January 18th. The Last of Us Remastered is out on the 19th uh, of January. Uh, Last of Us, Like Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, January 26th. Tekken 8, same day. Grain Blue Fantasy Relink is out uh, February 1st. Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League is out February 2nd. Helldiver is out on the 8th. Pacific Drive is on the 22nd. FF7 Rebirth is on February 29th. Gra- Dragon's Dogma 2 and Rise of the Ronin are about, both out on March 22nd. Final Fantasy 15, Dawn Trail is out 14. for summer. These are all things we know are on the way. And again, cool. that is a killer lineup right out the gate. Mm-hmm. Like to be finding out that this is what's coming out in the top half of, you know, just the, the first few months. Mm-hmm. That's pretty, pretty cool. And then on top of that, they also show off Concord, which is that uh, PVP FPS from Firewalk Studios, which is they have a uh, really slick trailer that shows basically nothing about the game aside from like cool fonts and good music choice. Uh there's Stellar Blade, which is like a hack and slash game from uh, the Blade and Soul illustrator from a Korean studio. There's Forever Skies, which is also sort of a known quantity because it's already on early access. Oh, Plucky Squire, we've seen a bunch of that. Foam Stars, we've played that. There's the casting of Frank Stone, which is the Dead by Daylight sort of supermassive games cinematic adventure, expanding that whole universe. And then the big the big two are, just, are Metal Gear Solid Triangle Snake Eater and Silent Hill 2, which silent hill 2 wouldn't surprise me that much because we've been hearing about that for so long but the snake eater remake i thought was i thought that was way way off yeah same i mean i i, I have a
2: tens, I mean i think the everyone listening to the show or watching the show has the same thing but like when you see a cinematic teaser trailer that's just like a couple seconds long at this point now you your brain equates that with that is several years away thank you for the tone piece um See you in you know 2025 twenty twenty five uh, or 2026. I think what's interesting is that like to be totally blunt, like a big part of this uh, of not not just our our jobs, but um, just being fans of video games is that uh, sort of invariably at the end of the year, um, we look forward to the next year and we go. Uh, next year is going to be the biggest year ever. And like Xbox has a tendency of doing this a lot and people give them crap for uh, kind of not delivering on those promises. But like, just as as a group of of people who love video games, uh, going into 2023, we were like, this is undoubtedly one of the biggest games uh, years ever. I'm sure a mm-hmm. bunch of this stuff's going to get delayed. And some of it did, but most of it stuck the landing. And it turned into just this tremendous year for games where it's like, Hey, what's your game of the year? No wrong answers. Like, there's any of these mm-hmm. ten games w- would totally work without major debate from from anybody. Whereas in other years, it was like very clear cut answer here, maybe a couple of runner ups. Um, twenty twenty four sort of felt different going in. Like it, it was like, oh man, this. You know, I saw a lot of chatter that it was like, oh, this kind of just feels like a, like a skip year. Like it's not really like a big. But then looking at some of this stuff, I'm like, well, that doesn't mean that it's going to be weak. It doesn't mean it's going to be bad. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be as big, anywhere near as big as last year or anywhere near as big as uh, next year. But there's enough in this year that like gets me excited. And that's just from the stuff we know. I Mm -hmm. was
0: totally expecting the Game Awards to be packed with trailers for 2024 games. And then it had a lot of 2025 ones. And I was kind of surprised Mm -hmm. by that. The fact that, you know, GTA came out and was like, hey, we'll see you in, uh, at least at least 13 months you know like it was just that is further off than i was expecting uh, notably noticeably absent from uh this this trailer is is wolverine that's you know that's in yeah. the works that's not coming out for a cool minute i guess um but yeah it, i i'm i'm excited by this uh it's it's cool to see that like silent hill 2 and metal gear solid are, are in in there like they wouldn't put them in there unless that was I mean, it's the is devs that, is have it,
1: basically said that, like, hey, these are where these are coming this year. There's like, also
0: yeah. there's also like a glimpse of gameplay from Metal Gear that I didn't, I don't think I've seen before. I haven't been keeping like super tight track, but they had the the big CG reveal trailer, which, like you said, Brian, right. kind of just doesn't really give the biggest amount of confidence for like this is ready to go soon. And have yeah. we seen? Have what have we seen from Silent Hill Two? I can't even remember. Um.
2: I think it much
1: liter- i think it's literally just what we saw here I
2: yeah. yeah i also i feel like they have just like flooded the channel with noise and regarding that ip over the last few months and not in mm-hmm. a good way and it's it's i, I mean i'm gonna play it because i'm a huge fan of survival horror and the original is awesome but like it's taking like taking that ip and splitting it in like seven different directions and one of them was that like weird like ai generated narrative thing that you could vote on that they had to start you know Mm -hmm. banning people in the chat for ruining or whatever like it just yeah that was just like a major misstep so i'm hoping that they can refocus and do something better with that and yeah last of us part two remastered is out incredibly soon uh naughty dog's been teasing clips of that um which is really interesting like i like the entire concept of like showing the kind of dvd extras uh developer commentary you know directors cut behind the scenes deleted scenes stuff like that's that's an awesome approach to video games uh video games are historically um kind of like top secret puppet shows where they don't let you see anything happening in the theatrics in the back they don't tell you about what was cut they don't tell you about what um what didn't make it in there or like what they tried to do or what changed it's always just like a big secret secret so like having this this game that's been out for a long time that's you know, um, really awesome, and getting more of it for 10 bucks extra is mm-hmm. fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to a lot of these things. Um, Prince of Persia blew me away when I played it at PAX last year, yeah. PAX West, so I'm really excited for that to drop in what nine days. Um, so that's looking really good for me. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth is my number one for 2024, so um, and I've only got like what a month and a half for that i'm like that one's
0: that one's giving me some anxiety because like i really want to play uh yakuza and they're like it's the biggest one yet it's at least 100 hours (laughs) if you do everything and i was like uh i'm gonna find 100 hours in the month between that and ff7 which is another huge massive game like and then there's dragon's dogma like we are getting you know it obviously depends on your your personal taste and like what gets your attention but this is a pretty steady clip of game releases Mm-hmm. during what is historically a quiet part of the year there's usually not a ton of big stuff but this is a cool mix of you know big big and small kind of really just covering all the different we've, different bases
1: we've seen the we've seen devs kind of shift that uh that slower period from the january februarys to more like april may like it's kind of started to shift over the least recent years um where january and february have been big 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 months like you know we got elden ring at the beginning of 2022 like and that was just dominated um and then what last year we had horizon forbidden west in february um i'm sorry uh not last year it was 2022 as well um but yeah like we've seen that um
0: that's the horizon we, curse though it always comes out the like yeah. the the week of the other big fantasy open world yeah. game that drop in, befo- <laughs> yeah. 3,
1: drop in the week before yeah horizon three dropping a week before GTA uh six well, oh,
2: man. Let's uh let me let me be a a bit of a wet blanket real quick just so like a what now? Just, a what now? No, um like this is this is still pretty weak on the first party exclusive front. Like like oh, yeah, no, completely. Was. This is Like it, let's let's call it let's call it like we see it. Like I mean, like Spider-Man 2 was great. Um and we got some PSVR stuff and you know, there's Gran Turismo last year, but like other than that, uh like we still don't know a lot of what their studios are working on mm-hmm. we still i mean based on leaks like wolverine's not this year yep it's just not happening um death stranding 2 is not this year like it's not there's there's a bunch of stuff we just got like a a pretty meaty god of war dlc so i feel like that that studio is going to lay low for a little while um still no official announcement on like ghost of tsushima 2 um we don't know like There was obviously more stuff in the Insomniac leaks, like indicating more games. Many of those, according to that information, years and years away. There's like they they own a bunch of studios, and I want I would I want a little more clarity on uh, when we can play those games and what they're working on. Obviously, game development takes a long time. These Mm -hmm. these things are like massive, massive undertakings Mm -hmm. at this point, right? This is it takes like five, six, seven years to make like a big AAA first party game these days so like i'm not being greedy or being like hurry up but um this in terms of like if you bought a ps5 for just or for mostly exclusives and stuff like that like it's slowly gotten a little better a little better kind of like a year at a time but we haven't really had like a year that's like packed with heavy hitters
0: um and i hope hopefully that changes what's the i mean i know the answer to this question like obviously like first party like PlayStation exclusives made in house have like mm-hmm. a certain level of polish to them that is makes sense. They obviously don't want to reflect mm-hmm. poorly on their own their own stuff. But there's also a bunch of you know uh FF Seven Rebirth is yeah. console exclusive yep. for the immediate future. Uh, Pacific yeah. Drive, I think so.
1: Right? Yep. Maybe PC and PlayStation for that yep. one.
0: Yep. Hell Divers is PC and PlayStation. Rise of the Ronin is PC and PlayStation. Um, mm-hmm. Stellar Blade. Yep. I'm um, yeah. Foam and- Stars, I think.
1: I believe like,
0: so, yeah yeah, I mean that's what's the what's the problem like i I don't know, I guess I understand I, that people want to have their sort of their you know their tribalism, they want to pick their team and be like i I bought this box, and this is the okay. box that I love, but at the same time, I ultimately don't I don't care like if they're multi platform yeah That are if we're I'm just happy we're getting a steady stream of games like that's yeah, no, that, totally. I'm, yeah I'm fine with totally that. and
2: and like you know to to sort of counter myself here, like when I turn on Netflix, I'm not like how many of these are netflix originals like i don't give a shit right yeah. like as long as like there's there's good movies in front of me to watch um then i'm happy and this is the same thing with like when i open up game pass i'm like oh cool there's a game i'll download it i'll play it oh mm-hmm. do i like it i'll keep playing it do i not like it i'll delete it cool move on with my life um but i think with playstation like so much of their identity is built around their in-house studios and selfishly i just want I want more of that and i want to see more of them i mostly just want Ghost of tsushima too that's all I, I think mm-hmm.
1: i think the thing is is like since 20 what 16 2017 we've been with the exclusion of last year we've been spoiled we got a good like five six seven year run of big games and multiple big games every year yeah dropping for like as exclusives for playstation consoles um and so like we're just kind of in that lull period where devs are in the middle of R and D and getting the next big ideas prepped. So, like, I think twenty twenty four may be a slower year for PlayStation, but I think twenty twenty five and twenty twenty five to like twenty twenty eight to twenty twenty nine are going to be just jam packed with big PlayStation stuff. It's just kind of a cycle how uh, game devs go. And you you know you look at Microsoft, where Xbox was been, has been in this uh kind of a slower period for the last couple of years and they're starting to pick things up and we're going to start seeing more bigger things from xbox over the next couple of years as well so i think it's just like that normal cycle for you know exclusives we're yeah. going to have those those kind we're, of droughts
0: i mean we're seeing a, a funny thing happen here where there was just rumors going around that are you know rumblings that um uh Hi-Fi Rush, which was formerly Xbox exclusive, is going to be coming to Switch, maybe, or mm-hmm. it's, you know, Microsoft consoles.
1: Talk- but yeah. 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 And
0: Microsoft's talked about getting its getting its games on other 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 places. And Sony has this long history of doing things, making, you know, proprietary first party stuff, but we've seen them branch out into putting games on PC. It's also really funny to me that Sony, which owns a media production company, there's Sony Pictures and all that. We also have uh <laughs> we have The Last of Us on HBO, we have uh Horizon on Netflix we have god of
1: War on prime
0: god of war on prime we have uh legend Ghost of of S- Zelda in theaters <laughs> yeah I mean Sony's producing the legend of Zelda movie I don't yeah, we, haven't, yeah. we haven't had a chance to talk about that on here but it's really interesting to see yeah like that's a very kind of that's sowing mm-hmm. your wild oats that's really it's, it's kind of spreading yeah. yourself out there to to just kind of I don't know I guess Diversify your. Did you you
2: mention Twisted Metal on Peacock? Oh Oh, yeah, Twisted Metal Metal on on Peacock. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. They're all over the place. They're all over the place. There's
2: that Ghost of Tsushima movie rumor, which I um... I want to
0: say is Lionsgate. I think I just see like Chad Stahelski's doing it. I don't know who's attached, but it's. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Like we're, we're so, we're so accustomed to looking at Sony as like this, you know, they, it's all first party stuff. It's all about exclusivity, but it, clearly that's not really what's happening right now, all the, all the way, you know, and we're, no, a lot you're of, right. And
2: that's, yeah. that's a, a big part of modern fandom now is just sort of not getting everything you love in one specific spot, right? Like yep. last year, if you were a Nintendo fan, you got a Mario movie and a theme park to go to, and maybe a bunch of action figures and stuff like that. Um. You also got a big new Zelda game and a new Mario game. So, but like Jada, you're right. Like they, 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 you know, this is their super move. Like they charge it up, they let it out, and then it recharges. And like, you're never gonna get. I don't think you'll ever get another year like 2020 where we got Ghost of Tsushima, The Last of Us, and the PS5, which launched with mm-hmm. you know like stuff like uh Demon Souls and a new Astro game, and like that. That Bugs was snacks. really them. Yeah, yeah. That bu- <laughs> bug snacks. That was really them firing on all cylinders, right? And like they had. there was a lot going on and there was also there was a pandemic so it felt like Mm -hmm. a miracle that any of that stuff was even coming to fruition the fact that like you know consoles even got manufactured and shipped that year (laughs) yeah and yeah is was a miracle and so like again yeah this is just me being selfish and i i just i want a little more like i i feel like last year Mm -hmm. the ps5 did really well it did incredibly financially it sold a Mm million billions billions of units or whatever but like if you look at the first party lineup in just through that lens it was a little underwhelming um
1: but you know
2: you never know you never know like this year could be a bigger year for that next year could be a bigger year for that but like if you if you look at your box just for exclusives then yeah you'll be let down but if you if you play everything everywhere wherever you want then you'll be fine
1: yep so we got a couple minutes left i do want to go through my trophy sprint before we get going because it's first episode the first real episode I finished with 17 platinum trophies um, over the course of two weeks. Um, it was a harrowing run. I had to abandon a few games um, mid-run because they just were not working out. Uh, but I finished Platinum Trophies on Infernax, Forspoken, Wild Hearts, Wo Long, Fallen Dynasty, Remnant 2, Venba, Pizza Possum, Trifox. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> the Talos Principle, uh, Part One. What remains of Edith Finch? Immortals of Avium, Toham, Thirsty Suitors, Oceanhorn, Siphon Filter Three, and what? I'm counting. <laughs> yep, and I'm counting Power Wash Simulator. Even though the the career finishing gold trophy is uh is currently broken, so I couldn't get the platinum. But hopefully, when the patch goes, the platinum will retroactively give it to me because I finished that one. Um, And then also a bonus one. I started playing league again over the end of last year and I hit platinum rank in solo queue ranked. Uh, So shout out to my uh, league players out there. Uh, Be good to one another Uh, season. 2024
0: is on the way. Jada, you're Um, incredible. And I, I I was curious, like, how do you, how do you do this? We, we we got lunch the other day and I was like, mm -hmm. we're talking about like how we spent our, you know, holiday break or whatever. And I think you were like, I got, I got like 10 hours of sleep. And I was like, Oh, you mean collectively? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, most people are like, I got 10 hours of sleep last night. I'm refreshed. I'm enjoying my time off. I'm sleeping in. And you're like, nope. Yeah.
2: No. I, I just, yeah. I just picture you like, like when they show like a, a boxer in between rounds and people are just coming in and just giving them water and stuff like that like you just like you get a platinum and all of a sudden like a sandwich and a, a drink pops in and you just eat and drink you're like all
0: right i'm back s- out there. spit like, blood in a bucket <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right exactly. let's do this because it
2: flies out like i don't yeah that's that's incredible i i
1: i honestly probably could have got more done but i did take more breaks this year than i used. you slept for
0: 10 hours jada well i
1: took i took breaks and did other things i went on some walks i did some the workouts nerve. i cooked some dinners you know, 17 platinums is stuff. honestly
2: pathetic and you should be embarrassed it is like, pretty
1: terrible it's pretty terrible i did 18 last year so one short of last year so you're slipping um that's and, that's what's happening yeah, yeah. yeah
0: i mean this is this is the beginning of the end for you jade i can't believe yeah. it <laughs> hey we're out of time here but thank you both for hanging out and uh talking about video games and and leon i guess i like talking about leon. yeah that's what I'm talking about uh, <laughs> Yeah, we'll see you next week, everybody listening at home. Uh, that's, that's the end of the show. I never know how to do this. It's just, I honestly, the, the, we just hit record. We talk as friends and hang out, and that's the best part of this. So, uh, beyond. Beyond. Where'd everybody go, bingo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
2: Nighty-night, <laughs> knights. <laughs> Thanks, everyone.
1: Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwein. Erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator.